This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to the Comedian's <laughs> Go on. Yeah, go on. The Comedian's Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. And me, Johnny Richardson. This is the podcast where we follow the highs and the lows of the FPL teams of some of the country's funniest people. Returning to the show this week is our first ever guest on the podcast, comedian and manager of Tierney's Tesco bag. It's Alex Brooker. But first... Where do we stand? Obviously, this game week hasn't finished yet. No. Um, game week 28. It's John, you're on 47 and I'm on 47. Well, 49. 49. Oh. And a okay. minus four. So 49 and a minus four. So I'm five ahead. But there's obviously a lot of fixtures left. This was the first week, actually. You always get a sniff of what's going to happen, I think. You look across the whole league and you think, well, the majority of people will. As weeks when you're the majority of people are going to free hit. Majority of people are going to wild card. Majority of people yeah. are going to cancel this guy. This was the first week. I had no idea what anyone was going to get up to. There's free hits knocking about. There's wild cards knocking about. Our leader, Ian Sterling, made the decision that I hovered over and I just, you know, I was short by 0. 0.2. I didn't mm-hmm. want to take a minus eight. I wanted to bring in Reese James. I didn't yes. have the money. I had to switch Reese James for Thiago Silva. He's captained Reese James 36 points in his first game and the next one's against Norwich. Holy crap. Absolutely gutted because I had him in. I couldn't afford him. I switched to Silva and I thought, you know what? Coming back from injury, I'm not sure Reese James will play both those games anyway. If he plays the first one well, maybe they rest him against Norwich. I can only hope that happens. Um, I didn't think they'd rest Thiago Silva. But uh, yeah, he's currently you know halfway through the fixtures at the end of the weekend. He scored 70 points, Ian Sterling. Um, not so many as uh, Danny Julian, uh, my manager who's in the league, who scored 90 points on his free hit. So free hit seems to have been the thing to do. Russell Howard's played his wild card. You haven't done anything and you haven't taken any minus points. So you've got to be pleased with that. Well, I swapped out Lucas Moura for your boy Harrison. Mm. Um, and his dad on Saturday. Oh, and what's he like? The lovely fella. Absolutely lovely fella. And he was at the game with his dad. Um, so it was a very nice sort of family affair. And as we were, we were sort of in the, um, the pen, the holding area for away fans at Leicester and the screens were on and they showed um, all of Jack Harrison's goals against West Ham. And I had a moment of thinking what that must be like to be a dad watching your son bang in a Premier League hat-trick as you're about to watch him again. Very jealous. What a feeling. Obviously, together, I've just realised, he and I would be Harrison Ford. Of course, yes. It feels like destiny that he and I have found each other. I hadn't I hadn't considered that at all. Are you talking wow. about Jack Harrison or his dad? Which one are you trying to get to? Well, either one of them. They've both got the same surname, haven't they? 
Yeah, but there's a fair few Harrisons knocking about that I would say are easier for you to access than a... How how close do you reckon you are to a Harrison now? Half a mile? Uh, In surname terms, probably half a mile. First name terms, five miles. Yeah, well, you do live in a posh area of London, so I think less than five miles. I bet there's a Harrison downstairs. But it, that that is very possible. Um, but I swapped Lucas Moore out for Harrison. Obviously, Leeds have got two games this week. Still got to play Villa. I mean, mm-hmm. I have got eight of my players have still got another game to play. Five of yours have. Yes, including your captain. It has to be said, your your captain has another game. Yes, um, Saar in I, goal. Captain um, Mo Salah. Got it. Could have captain Trent Alexander Arnold. I'd have picked up twenty four points. I captain Salah. That's that's brought me in six points. It's not enough. There's one small thing I would say for me at the moment. My bench is bonkers, right? So I've got Saka, Robertson and Tierney on mm. the bench. Yeah, that's a very good bench. That's um, bonkers, isn't it? And you've got uh, well, you've got 20 points on there at the minute with Ben Foster still to play again. Not tempted to play the bench boost? Um, well, like, too late now this week, but obviously in future weeks, absolutely. Although perhaps in future weeks... They will be playing. What was the decision to put Saka on the bench and play your, I guess, two two fixtures for your Villa players and your Leeds players? Mo Salah, you know, yes. I captained was... him, so I'm not going to be criticising that. Yeah, so that was it, basically. It was Rafinha, Ramsey and Harrison had two games. Salah, obviously, is uh, the point monster. Mm. And therefore, Saka dropped to the bench. That, in retrospect, was the wrong decision. Now, obviously, on Sunday... Uh, Watford Arsenal was a cracking game of football. I didn't see it. City United. I don't know if you watched it. I I saw bits. Uh, My we God, have, uh, family staying with us. Elsie was at a birthday party at a soft play. Nice. Uh, so you know, plenty, plenty going on. Um, so cue next week when I say sorry, I'm late for the podcast, but Elsie's not well. Bloody soft play, man. You might what as do you well mean? Just, they might as well just all share excrement. They might as well just all crap in the middle of a room and just eat a teaspoon each. Hang That's on, hang on. What's going on there? Kids are kids are ill. They're coughing on stuff. They go. They're not oh, washing God. that ball pool, man. They they soil themselves with excitement. You know, you've got a good mix of ages there. So you've got you know incontinent younger children, and this just it's just a it's an absolute nightmare. Sounds disgusting, John. I, I don't understand what the benefit of going is. What are, what are the pros? The laughter of a child to hear, you know, in okay. troubled times, uh, the sweet, sweet sound of the laughter of a child. Got to say, I didn't go in, left that to Lucy, um, made a deal early on in the season. Probably the best deal I made this season, nothing to do with FPL, negotiated with my wife how many extra bedtimes and mornings I would have to do to not do birthday parties. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a great yeah. deal. Yeah. And and can you give us an insight? In I mean, this is like a footballer's contract. The, the public really want to know what the details of this are. How many extra bedtimes? And, and did you break it down by week, by month, by year? Do people keep count? How does it work? It's basically, a de- I mean, it obviously depends on the fixtures. So you've got a lot of fixture congestion at the moment because a lot of birthdays have been held over um, owing yes. to the news. So um, birthdays have been sort of smaller affairs we're getting back now into those big cup finals if you will the big you know 60 kids in a soft play so um it's a broad agreement that if we're both around i will do uh the bedtime in the morning because obviously i i I have to accept i'm away a lot as well Uh, i'm gigging uh, at the moment getting the tour ready so it's a broad agreement that if i'm at home i do the bedtimes and that's and that is in general, or is that on the day of the birthday party? No, that's in general. That's uh, wow. I'm away, so that's, uh, that's a big undertaking then. 
gigging in all the big uh, Yorkshire towns this week, uh, Rotherham, Weatherby, you know. Um, Where in Weatherby? Yeah. I'm not sure. Mickey P. Kerr, a Leeds United fan and comedian, has set up a gig in Weatherby, which uh, he set up, I'm not going to lie, crudely so that he could get Leeds United players and staff. Half an eye on Bielsa coming to uh, the gig. And of course, Bielsa has now left and Leeds United have rescheduled their Aston Villa game for the same night as the gig. So not only am I not going to meet Bielsa at a gig, I'm not going to be going to Leeds United Aston Villa either. Well, that's a shame. It is a shame, but I heard your snigger. So let's just move on and say you've slightly enjoyed it. You just need uh, Jesse Marsh to move to Weatherby, and maybe the plan go on. Will here work. it comes. Here it comes. Get your little, get your little Ted Lasso jokes out, and your um, whatever else you've got. You, you Twinkies, whatever else you want to reference. No, no, no. I'm not going to do hack stuff <laughs> about save it for the top ball boss coming over here and you know doing touchdowns and lineouts and whatnot i'm have better to say than that. it looked a, looked a, looked a lot better i think leeds fans were greatly relieved to see us just look a little bit more calm uh, yeah. a little bit you know there was a point at which obviously it was just getting a bit manic at least must have been nice to watch them only lose one nil uh yeah it was yeah i'd love to so have some witty retort there but it genuinely was um, and for <laughs> Harvey Barnes. I mean, but for Harvey Barnes, we take four points off Leicester this season. We I should love have that. You know them. what? That's one of those. Yeah, if it wasn't for Mo Salah, we'd have beaten them. If the game yeah, would have absolutely. been seven minutes longer, we'd have won it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, there's a moment at the end of the game. So, obviously, we've lost. Leeds fans are staying to applaud the uh, team, but the, the tunnel is at the opposite end of the ground to the away fans. A couple of the players start marching towards the uh, away fans to applaud and they get dragged back so they can join a um, centre circle huddle after the game and that was the only bit where I thought oh don't do that don't do that that when we've lost and the fans are still here waiting to be applauded don't do that especially when you're trying to get you've got to get off to get your train home you've got to get your train home mate of course you have you've got you've got granddad staying so you know you've got stuff to do hey guys Uh, come back for the soccer huddle yeah. I want to yeah, talk you... about the final score points in the soccer huddle. <laughs> yeah. Hey, where's have, have the rest of my Yorkshire to... United boys? Where's the Yorkshire United boys? Have we moved on to Lukaku's liners anyway, or is this is this just a, an extended riff? Uh, well, it wasn't particularly extended. <laughs> it was a very limited riff. <laughs> you but were yes. talking about Manchester Man United. I, I get the impression oh, you want to say God. more. That, you know, sometimes football, and I would say the Liverpool-Chelsea game over Christmas was the same. I think it's very rare that big games really live up to the top billing and you get very excited and often it's like, yeah. Yesterday, that was like watching a Hollywood film. That was amongst the best entertainment you could have had anywhere in the world watching City United. It was just fantastic. Man, City are amazing to watch, John. They're so good. I mean, I know this mm. isn't a surprise to anyone. You sit there and, you, and then Roy Keane afterwards losing his mind. The t- I mean, the, the pleasure that football gives me. I'm pleased that you've been been able to maintain that because I'm not going to lie to you, and I, I I don't like saying this, the the absolute pointlessness of picking the majority of Manchester City footballers because certainly where their strengths are, I know they keep clean sheets, obviously, but their strengths are in that attacking football, that that idea that you can score from anywhere, the you know the the support play, the crossing, it's it's wonderful to watch. They made strikers obsolete from football that you just have five or six players who can score from anywhere. Um, from an FPL manager's point of view, is infuriating because you want a bit of it. You want to know, right? Yes. They probably are going to batter Manchester United today, but who do I pick? It's infuriating and it takes some of my enjoyment away because obviously I'm watching that game as a neutral. 
well, as neutral as a Leeds fan come on, when Man United yeah. are playing. Um, you sort of think, well, I, I want points for this. I want to take some, you know, I want to take something home from this. And you can't because you don't know who's going to play from one week to the next. That's a really good point, actually. I don't have any Man City players now. Having had Cancelo and Laporte, I don't have any. It's crazy, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. But it's the conclusion that most people come to because, you know, I'm looking at Russell Howard's team, no Manchester City attackers in there. I'm looking at Emily Dean's team, no Manchester City attackers in there. And I'm looking at Ian Sterling's team. These are our top three, no Manchester City attackers in there. Isn't Your that crazy? Your top four and you've got Laporte and Cancelo in there. Yeah, uh, I, I'm struggling with the balance at the moment. I'm not going to lie to you. It feels like that period when your, your wing backs were just running riot, not helped by injuries, of course, to, to players like Reese James. Um, and Trent Alexander-Arnold has been quiet for a bit. But it was very clear at the start of the season where the points were coming from. And now, I don't know, who, who do you pick up front? I've got strikers now from teams that, you know, if you'd have said to me at the start of the season, Matthew, your three strikers will be for Wolves, Watford and Brighton, I'd have laughed you out of the bank. I'd have been saying, why would I do that to myself? Why would we have been discussing this in the bank? Um, I've gone in there just to um, do an advert. So many comedians doing bank adverts. Absolutely drives me mad. Don't worry about it. Banking's legit. Um, Not something you want to get involved in as a comic, though, is it? Just have, a look. have we ever been to the bank together? Ooh, we I'm must sure. have in the old uh, in Herbiton. the old Surbiton days. Well, are you counting? Sometimes I'll go into the foyer to use a slightly cleaner cash machine. Ooh. Does that count as going to the bank together? I guess so. In America, we'd have been to the bank together. Then we'd have gone into sure like... the tellers are shit. <laughs> that sounded like a Northern Ireland person telling you the tellers are shit. <laughs> the tellers are shit. Don't get behind those tellers. Damn you, those tellers are um, What is it called? Yeah, Chase? Yeah, and Bank of Chase? America, Wells Fargo. Yeah. All those guys. Oh. Basically, when we go to America together, we just eat, go to cash machines and booze. Yeah, it's wonderful, isn't it? To to let the listeners in on a on a window on the sort of what what could be like. God, you guys, what must your WhatsApp be like? It's largely three days of silence followed by four descending with the word New York sixty eight times. Yeah. Uh, then another few days of silence, and then you'll just put hey. Sometimes the, the uh, an odd picture of you trying to look cute with your top off on the couch. Top on usually. Mm, my gap hoodie. So I'm wearing my gap hoodie <laughs> today, by the way. Do you know what I'm wearing? Oh. I'm wearing an Art of Football Bielsa American College style jumper, which was bought for me by my good friend Matt Ford. Yeah. You remember when we were recording last week and, and I had to ask you a few details? Art of Football, this amazing, I'm sure our listeners will be aware of them. Um, just sport, but they do like prints and clothes and all sorts of things. And they've done those like university jumper style uh jumpers for, for football so i've got like a green cloth on and then i saw that the bielsa thing had come up and they were selling fast so i just I, I knew you were sad that bielsa had gone so i thought it was like a nice mm. and is it comfy do you like the look of it it's beautiful yeah it's uh it's lovely and soft it's a nice color i like the sort of american look gray sweat um but you know i'm very emotional about these things i already think should i be wearing this you know i want to, i want it to last i want to be able to wear it obviously at the moment wearing bielsa clobber looks like a bit of a sort of rebound i want to be wearing this in 10 years time i think it's high quality and it will last all right i just you won't wear wash it, it you wear it when you like mate you wear it you look after it and you look after all your clothes anyway you, you you're a good boy um <laughs> Um, shall we update the listeners with uh, uh, how Tim Key's getting on? Um, he was our guest last week, uh, manager of the post office. Um, mm. 
A lot of uh, angry tweets uh, about us not knowing who Dobbin was. I think sarcastically. Um, I think we can be excused. But uh, Dobbin actually played this week uh, in the cup. But uh, Tim Key made a change, uh, brought in Ings for Trippier, and Ings scored and got two assists. Holy um, crap. So, you know, he's got to be pleased with that. Lovely to hear a man not even doing his own FPL admin, wasn't it? He's clicking his fingers. I'll tell you what I want. Bring me him. Yeah, but the um, problem is, you get charged for that. That's how agents work. Be an oh, FPL fee for that. 15% every time he clicks his fingers. Yeah. It costs about 300 quid to do the admin on that team. Yeah, but I mean, what price, the prize we're offering him. I can't um, remember what we offered him now. No, I can't remember what we offered him. Oh, I signed Jan Mulby. Signed I've got Jan it in Mulby. front of me here, actually. Actually bought it. No, no, I've got the window open. I'm, I'm hovering and ready to go. Okay. Um, good price on Ian Allen Mulby. What, uh, we discussed uh, autograph hunting last week. Have you got any more PMs? Uh, no, I haven't added to it yet. I mean, this is part of the problem is you think, well, Boris Johnson should be fairly easy to get. Mm. He's the current prime minister. He's signed a lot of stuff. But I don't want to pay for that. No, so, And also, right. I don't want to be asking people, can you get me his autograph? I think it just looks sad. Yeah. So I've got to time that one right. I mean, Churchill's the biggie. I think Churchill, um, I, I just can't justify spending that sort of money on it. But that's obviously the one. I, mean, I have been I, uh... tempted, actually, to dip into the Beatles. <laughs> not not ask them to get me. <laughs> yeah, just get in touch with Paul McCartney. <laughs> Sorry to ask. Could you get me with some Churchill's autograph? Um, but by then, you know, yeah. oh, they're kind of in that world, aren't they? I mean, ultimately, the big one would be Jesus. Jesus? How many Zs are you putting in there? Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, He's not that... being announced into a boxing ring. Weighing in at 400 pounds. He's let himself go. It's the swinger from Bethlehem. Jesus H. Christ. Yeah. King of the Jews, the King of the Ring. Oh my God, absolutely! Yeah, it'd be great fighting his old foe, Barabbas. <laughs> I was thinking the did, devil. Did, uh, did so. Jesus ever trigger a rematch clause with them? <laughs> Barabbas. I've, if Eddie Hearn was running the Bible, Jesus would have like fought Judas twice, yeah. then Dillian White. You'd be like, just get him against Barabbas. That's what we all want. And then it'd happen when they were both in their sixties. Like, the rumble in the desert. So have you bought any autographs? Well, I've been hovering this week. You know, and it's at this point, I'm sort of loath to say what I'm looking at because obviously I drive the price up. You know, get people listening to this podcast just because ah. they hate me. Okay, quick tip on that. Yeah. There's a there's a window you've got. If you, if you do want to buy it, you can buy it in between recording and broadcast. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, I've been looking at a double act. A cannon and ball. Ooh, horn and cordon. <laughs> if you were buying Horn and Gordon signed stuff on eBay, oh man, surely um, not. Um, Morecambe and Wise. Oh, of course. Sorry, I should have guessed. Got to have some Morecambe and Wise in there. So there's there's a little bit knocking about, but it's it's again, it's sort of like the Stephen King thing. A lot of it is name, sort of so like to Trina. And I think we'll yes, do that, like, that bit out, or do I change my name? Um, it's a long way to go. Change your name by deed, Paul, to Trina, just to make a one hundred pound signed Morecambe and Wise look better value. Um, now I owe a number of forfeits. Um, I yes. have next to me now a packet of Jacob's cream crackers. Oh, excellent. As we heard from our old friend, Disrupt and Destroy. <laughs> what? Um, that's the guy who suggested this forfeit. Was it? Disrupt, disrupt and Destroy. And destroy. God. Yeah, um, 
looking to disrupt and destroy my mouth with the suggestion that I should eat 10 cream crackers in three. Well, it, I think he means three minutes. He's put the minutes. Um, so I don't know if he's Mexican. You have to eat 10 cream crackers in the minutes. No water. Um, I'm not going to be able to do 10 in three minutes. Anymore, but I will have a, I'll have a stab at it. You've got to film yourself as well. Have you got your uh, camera ready? Let me get the old MOBA. You get your MOBA up. Um, right. If you wouldn't mind just turning your camera on for this, just that I can watch. Yeah, sure, mate. I like to watch. You see that? We're just getting that. We're just establishing that connection. Here we go. This is nice. Yeah, I can see you. Can you see me chewing? And have you got your timer ready? Uh, well, uh, can you do the timing? Oh, and I sure. can use the old, uh, yeah, I can use the old clock on the uh, podcast. Yeah. So I'm okay. So start on thirty-four minutes. Tear here. Hang on. How? Sorry, how... I should make the listeners think that we riff for ages, and it's really funny. Yeah. So we've done uh, what? We've been chatting for an hour and a half now. How many minutes do you need? Three. It says the minutes, which I think is three minutes. Right. What do you? You what, tell me uh, when. Do you want to be talking while I do this, or do you just want the horrible sound of a man? I'm not. It's going to be horrible, isn't it? Am I going to choke? Should I have a drink on standby for? Let me just get a drink for when it's finished. You get a drink on standby. Don't say bad things about me when I'm gone. Don't say bad things about you. John's just gone off to get a drink. Um, he's walking um to the back of his spare room in that hunched way. So what I do find odd about him, the way he um, which is me and you now, listeners, the way he walks is for a short man he hunches over. You like surely stand up straight. He's have the best chance of. You know, looking like less of a midget, but anyway, here he is. Right then. Okay. So, the just reminders of the task at hand. Of San Pellegrino. I was going to say, I look like a Guinness. So, what's the oh, thing? Yeah. You've got to do ten in three minutes. Ten cream crackers in three minutes without drinking at the time. I mean, it's impossible. It's impossible. I don't okay. think I'll be able to do three. Okay, well, let's Just it. because of the dryness. I'm going to count you down at the best of times. I'm going to count you down. I'm going to go three, two, one, go. And that is your signature. Do you understand? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. I've got a light in the purple. You've taken quite a slow and steady approach. It's quite interesting. of it. You just push one straight in. It was like watching someone put a cartridge into an old computer console. Letterbox oh, mouth. Oh. oh, he's struggling with the first one. Instant moisture, everything's gone. I wonder if, and I, and I realise this, you're late to this now because you just stuck the whole thing in your mouth. If the technique isn't to do it bit by bit so that you continue to salivate incrementally. Uh, okay, ah, one down. Gone. You've got two it's minutes twenty seconds. You know when you watch an owl emit a pellet. Yeah, I think it's going to be more like cat sick. Another one straight in the slot. Look at that. Okay, you're doing well. I think you're doing really well. So you're fifth. I'm nibbling a cream cracker. Oh, the face starts scrunch now. Almost like you're trying to squeeze moisture out of your tear ducts there, and I hope they. Oh yes. I can see the jumper. Yeah. Yeah. Got one minute forty-five. So you're coming up to the halfway mark, and you've only had two. In goes number three. Really, at this point, you'd want to be five. Mm. So you are... What? 
going to happen. Okay, but try and make it happen. Be ambitious. Push yourself. This is an aspirational podcast. We are results focused. Oh, the frown. Look at that. Oh, he's, he's already sunken eyes. Seem to be getting even drier. It's like it sucks all the moisture out of your skin. Uh, oh, dear. Minute nine. Oh, he's gone double. Four and five in at the same time. It's like watching a gremlin smoke five fags. <laughs> <laughs> Here he goes. Oh, it's double what? <clears throat> oh dear. I think he's gonna wreck. Forty seven seconds left. He's gotta get five he's gotta swallow these two and then do another five. <clears throat> oh he's got five lined up. <clears throat> Is he gonna go for a grandstand finish? <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> Gasping for water now. God, you must be almost hallucinating <clears throat> like a man in the desert. What was that? Yeah, they are, mate. 16 seconds. Oh, he's Ooh. managing to do it. Phenomenal techers there. Really rolling that what must feel like dough in the mouth. Five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Uh, that five. Ah. Well done. Well done, John. You did really well there. That was great to watch. Top sport. Comedians FBL. Well, if we ever do it live, we could do these oh. live, couldn't we? We could do a big cream cracker eating. What's that there? Toaster? Where? That was my phone. Oh, it's massive. How big's your phone? I keep it in a big old granddad case, mate. Oh, size of that thing. Do you know why I have what? to do it in that? Because I love it. I lose my temper with it and I chuck it across the room. Apple and Samsung, Huawei, always trying to add functionality to their devices. <laughs> a, 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 a mobile phone that could pop a bit of toast out as well would be handy. Huawei. Say that again in your Nottingham accent. Huawei. Huawei. I don't know how I said it. Huawei. Huawei. The mistake was pushing in the, um, pushing in the two at once there. Obviously, when yeah. I bit into them, they crumbled and I choked a bit and I spat. Dry, um, dry cracker all over my laptop, and it's in my microphone. I did a gig once following Bodger and Badger. <laughs> Another double act you've been bidding for autographs on eBay for. <laughs> I'd have a Bodger and Badger. Um, la 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 la. Bodger and Badger. You finish Wasn't it. Wasn't it? Everybody knows Bodger likes mashed potato. Mashed potato. And then it used to end. Bodger and Badger and ever far away. Hey. Um. Yeah, uh, the the microphone was uh, unusable because it was full of mashed potato. You know, the, the guy the guy really committed to his art. He really did actually eat all that mashed potato. Have you ever actually tried to... F I mean, I, I'm someone obviously that needs to have a pint with a duck, but if anyone out there has ever seen a, a, a real badger eat actual mashed potato, get in touch, hello, at cpfpl.com. Um, it's something that's baffled, I think, the, the British public since Bodger and Badger was first broadcast. <laughs> We're delighted to be joined again. He's the, the first returning guest on the show, manager of Tierney's Tesco bag, Alex Brooker. Alex, welcome back. Hello, mate. How's it going? Yeah, really good, thanks. How are you? I'm all right. I'm not too bad. Mm. Got beats of Arsenal yesterday. Um, but mm. yeah, we're doing all right. I think we actually might get top four. Okay. I thought you sounded slightly muted at the start there. I thought that was the sound of a manager who feels like his FPL season isn't going quite the way he'd like it to. 
No, uh, that's the other thing. Uh, that is the downside. It's not gone. It's not gone as well as what I've wanted. Um, I've had a resurgence in recent weeks. There was a long time where Josh was ahead of me, and I felt pathetic. Um, but I've managed to go ahead of him now. Um, so I'm just hunting people down. Big Tom was my next target. I've got him. I'm going to go for looking to get Chris McCausland now. I've I've got I've done about hundred points in him in the last few weeks. So he's my next target. Okay. And in so doing, you've played your you've played a chip this week. You've gone for the bench boost. Yeah, I've gone for the bench boost purely because I just thought I never have anything on the bench. And I looked at it and I thought, oh, um, who did Palace have at the weekend? I can't remember who they had. But oh, they had Wolves. And I just thought, oh, there might be a chance of a clean sheet because Wolves don't score many. And so I literally just done it to get something out of the keepers, um, really. So it's, that saved me this week because I've had a stinker. Oh, other I than see. That, that- um, yeah, Salah, captain. Shall I tell you what? This is the problem. This is a problem with me with this, is that everything in my head said, Captain for Captain Kane for tonight because I think that they'll beat mm. Everton and I think he'll probably score and I just couldn't do it because I don't want them to do well that that much so <laughs> I kind of I went with well, Salah because I wanted double whammy though where you can't reward Kane but equally I'm looking at your side and your only Arsenal player is Ben White yeah and he was crap yesterday as well yeah um, I basically where I've messed up this week because I I was saving up to get two transfers, two free transfers for next week. But what I should have done is just, I forgot you got another wild card, didn't you? So I should have just played that and I'm done with it. Because Bowen, of course, as soon as I got onto him, he's done nothing. So mm. I wanted to get Saka in as well. And Saka scored and assisted yesterday. It was unbelievable. And have you been making many changes? Have you been using your weekly transfers? Not really. Not all the time. No, I've left it the same for the last few weeks. Um the big thing I think I need to do is I need to... The strikers are neither here nor there this season, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, you, I've point. got money in Kane up, up front, but the other two, Antonio's not really... He's knackered. He's been knackered since September. He's obviously a friend of mine now, uh, Mikhail, See, since I did a podcast with him, so I couldn't possibly speak ill of a, a, a colleague <laughs> and a confidant, really. You know, someone we've we, we've both come to rely on each other. I think through through these hard times. So um, I won't be commenting on that. <laughs> he told me a remarkable thing. You oh. tell me if what what you think about this, Alex, as you've got kids. He said we were we were discussing uh, Sing Two. Exclude the, uh, the childless. Well, no, you, you, you're welcome to have an opinion on this. And I, I know you'll have an instant reaction when I tell you. Imagine if you were sat next to Mikhail Antonio at the cinema. He's watching a, a kid's film and he's on his own. And i tell you why he's on his own. Because he told me that when his kids want to see a film, he goes to watch it first on his own. Because when he takes his kids, they ruin it for him. <laughs> <laughs> he hates That's his kids. He got four, and he says he just can't concentrate on the film, and it really annoys him. So he goes oh. and watches it first on his own, so he can relax. Do you know what? I took the kids to see Sing Two the other week, and they did ruin it for me as well. It's a great film. It is, but he's got but... a bad. Hasn't he, isn't that a bad strategy? Wouldn't he be better off using his cinema token to go and watch an adult film, as in one that the kids couldn't go to anywhere and just enjoy the peace and quiet? This way, he's got to sit through a kids' film twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah there, there's an element of that, but some kids' films are films that are worth going to see anyway. I would say, I mean, I, I would say the only reason not to go and see a film like Sing Two on your own is the shame. 
And I'd say the shame is probably worse if you are an instantly recognisable international footballer. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're sat in amongst a load of kids and none of them are yours. You get away with it at the cinema, but it's not a tactic you can use at the playground. <laughs> West Ham have had enough controversy this season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, just brush over it. Just carry on. You know, my job is to pick the best team. And if Mikar wants to go to soft play on his own on a Saturday afternoon to recce it for his kids... <laughs> then he remains our best option up front. When I went to go and see Sing 2 with the kids, I'd forgotten to get the popcorn, so I paid for it and just forgotten to pick it up. So I was like, I, I had a real dilemma because I didn't want to have, like take them all the way back out again. So I just kind mm. of went, you're all right in here on your own, aren't you? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the first time I left my kids in a public place. And I just thought they can't go far, can they? Like I, I just they? thought they'd be all right. And they were, they were sounding all happy. I'm not telling the story if it ended badly, but nah, I was really yeah. nervous about it. Though. Midway through the walk down the stairs, I just thought, this is not good. I'm amazed your kids let you walk away from the counter they, without the popcorn. Do you know what? They were sat there with like, um, a load of like, sweets and that, and I was just like, look, I'll literally be two minutes. I'm going to come back. Um, yeah, and sure enough, they just sat exactly where I left them. Um, I'd gone out for a pint. It was great. <laughs> yeah, that's where you, you come back and it's been one of those films where they've accidentally played the wrong film and they're watching a trailer for Saw 7. Absolutely mortified. Oh, You're rocking with the popcorn. Oh, yeah! The other day I was in the playroom with the kids and my, my wife came in she just went to me, what are you doing? And I'd been flicking across the channels and on Sky Atlantic they played The Sopranos in the middle of the day. They played it at like two o'clock. So I just flicked across and it was the episode College where Tony takes Meadow to go see a college and get some geezer as an informant and basically I didn't realise but I just turned it on and whereas the kids had been playing on the floor they were both just watching Tony Soprano <laughs> do this geezer in I was like, oh crap <laughs> an important question about the scenario actually what sort of popcorn did you have uh, sweet okay so you don't like to mix it up with the salt as well no I don't like salted popcorn yeah, you don't like the on. contrast between the two no, not at all. I don't like it on its own or as a contrast. I just go, yeah. I go sweet yeah. and just you know where you stand with it, and the kids like it. It's actually good yeah. when I share popcorn with the kids. It's nice to have other people whose handfuls are the same size as mine. <laughs> if, if, I, if I go with Lindsay, it's like, hang on a minute, you've had three quarters of this, <laughs> so it's nice. But uh, no, you're not a salted popcorn man, Ford. No, I'm not. Not on its own, but I do like the mix. I like Ooh, the contrast. Right. I find that it makes the sugar pop more. I find I enjoy the sweet more with a bit of salt in there. All okay. right, Greg Wallace. Bloody I'm hell, just it makes that... the sugar pop more. Someone's been watching Great British Menu. This is basic <laughs> tongue jealous science. Jealous of Ed Gamble. We can set up a food podcast if you want to start getting food shows, mate. <laughs> oh, no, because the, I imagine the food that Ed Gamble talks about is high-quality food. I'm, you know, I'm happy with the tin of beans. And do you find if you pop a little bit of Worcester sauce in there, it really makes that tomato zing? Uh, well, actually, if you put a bit of brown sauce on a, a tin of beans, absolutely, yeah, yeah, obviously not on a tin of beans. I mean, once you've decanted it onto, say, toast, then yes, of course. Do hey, well, condiments work is your question. F***ing hell. Come on. Yeah, I tend to go for brown sauce because I don't know if you know this, but uh, HB sauce, that's the Houses of Parliament sauce. It remained in Nottingham and they found out they was eating it in the Houses of Parliament. That is true. That is true. Is it? We covered it earlier on uh, Mo Salad Cream earlier in the season, a, a feature that lasted all of about three weeks. Oh, bloody hell. That is up for grabs, by the way. If, uh, if you're looking for stuff on the last leg, Alex, we've we've recently retired a feature called Mo Salad Cream where you, you talk about condiments. So 
I think we're not far away from from that sort of feature, to be honest with you. So. <laughs> And, and just on the food, did you have anything else? Any? I'm guessing you had like a large Pepsi, maybe some water. But what about a hot dog? No, no hot dogs or anything like that. No, Ooh. no, I couldn't. I would not like. It's bad enough when the kids are in like full light eating. There's no way I'd go. Do you know what? <laughs> have a crack at this in in dimly lit. No way. Um, so they, they 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 looked at all that stuff. I was like, look, I thought sweets and popcorn was more than generous. Yeah, they come out looking like they've been on Funhouse. Looks awful. (laughs) Absolutely awful. Prize-wise, I'm not really sure whether to offer you some cinema tickets uh, for for you and the kids or given the sort of revelation about leaving them unattended in the dark, some sort of uh, get-out-of-jail-free card with social services. I'd probably take the social services one. What with that and the Sopranos thing that could come back to haunt me? (laughs) That's good. That's a real sort of... um, That's a wise choice, that. That's someone the drummer from Oasis turned down the share of all future profits and chose the lump sum instead and you just thought that was a terrible idea. <laughs> this is this is that's long term thinking from Brooker. Big time mate. Big time. But no, I think my team's gonna I think I think I'm still in with I'm what am I off the top now? I'm but I don't think I'm gonna win it. I'm gonna call it now. You're not far off though actually. You you are you are um eighth in the league and you're about maybe two hundred and fifty points off the top. Yeah. I Big bit. I've got no more, no more chips to play. Um, but what done me was that week when everyone captained Salah against United and he scored the hat trick. That's what done me. Yeah, I did the same. Made the same mistake. I just wanted to take my ball and go home at that point. Oh mate! You say you've uh, got no chips left. What do you make of the news this week? I'm going to do a really slick question, by the way. Um, brace yourself. Uh, what do you make of the news this week that uh, Aaron Ramsdale's been seen uh, in his local chippy? Do you think that's a sort of uh, food you want to see your goalkeeper eating uh, on on what could be a top four running? I love those adverts. Arsenal keep doing them where they keep sending players to like local businesses around the Holloway Road and like promoting them. I think they're great. I love that advert. It's um yeah no I'm all I'm all for it. I'm all for it. He's playing out his skin so he can do what he wants. At the moment, Rams. Yeah. yeah, and as long as he's really... having the chips on like a Tuesday night, he's fine. He's not having them on Saturday at like two o'clock. No. Also, he's in goal. If that's the one position where mm. absolutely, absolutely, it makes him harder to get by. Imagine if Ramsdale just got really fat. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the gag when they hand in the chips and they all shout, "Your chips!" Ah, yeah, that's brilliant. lovely to see. Brilliant, absolutely Clever. brilliant. David Seaman's in it as well, and. Uh, I did a podcast for Arsenal with uh, David Seaman. I don't know if I've told you this before. And the other lad on it, um, <laughs> I said, he, we were doing a quiz. He said, what's your nickname? And because David Seaman was on it, I was like, oh, my nickname's Safe Hands. And it was obviously uh, a nice little joke about my little hands. Yeah. And yeah. the other lad kept calling me Safe Hands throughout the whole thing. So it just sounded like to the viewer, like he, was, he <laughs> didn't get it and was just taking a piss out of me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. He could go to me, so safe hands, what's your answer? And I was genuinely answering these questions. David <laughs> <laughs> Seaman's just sat there going, come on, mate. Just anyway. scribbling out the uh, popcorn callback I was going to end this interview on. That's gone. <laughs> not going to do that anymore. It's really good of you to come on. Good to chat to you. Cheers, bud. See you soon. Take care, mate. See you later, boys. Mm. Right now, how's your penis? <laughs> yeah, good, thanks. Why?
Well, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, if you followed this, the uh, the statue of him in his hometown of Funchal, um, the penis is wearing away because fans are coming to the statue and touching his willy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? I get that because, you know, the one of Churchill in Parliament where people rub his foot for look. Yeah. And then it's worn away and it's become very shiny. I guess it's the same as that, but. Churchill's, you know, Ronaldo's willy is the new Churchill's foot. Yeah, you'd think you touch, uh, I'm not saying you touch Churchill's uh, genitals, but you'd think Ronaldo Junk. would be, as a footballer, it would be the foot you want to touch. And, and less so, uh, Churchill, you know, did a lot of, of good things for this country during the war, uh, a, a lot of not so good things as well. But of course, I'm not familiar with his technique on free kicks. So it's odd that, you know, the foot would be where they'd go for with Churchy. Oh, I know why. It's raised. So the foot mm. is at hand height, whereas yeah. the Ronaldo statue isn't. So the junk is at hand height. Yeah. I mean, it's still an odd thing to do. Like A rub of the bum feels less bad than just grabbing his crotch. It does feel odd that... But I guess once everyone's doing it, then more people are going to do it. Yeah. Because they go, well, that's the funny thing to do. Where do you think they touch a Matt Ford statue? Oh, I don't think they would touch it. I think they'd be so repelled. <laughs> I think they'd just be sick near it. It'd be like the would... opposite of Lords. If you touch it, you get cursed. Fords. <laughs> <laughs> be the pilgrimage away from it. <laughs> People walking past, slapping the top of me head. Um, so the worst picture of my bald spot so far this week. Someone took a picture of me uh, squatting down. and uh, What? I was having a shit in the park. And uh, <laughs> no, I was I was having a sort of group photo, and I uh, you know I, I took the role of you know footballer, squat down at the front, you know, on the haunches, one hand on the ball, um, and someone took one from behind. It's not the, the, there's no hint of uh, sort of hair on it now. It's a clean area. Okay, this is so strange. Earlier, when you waddled off to get some water before you crack it. <laughs> I was telling the listeners that you have a tendency to hunch over, which is terrible when really, if anything, you should be trying to yeah. increase. Your Get that extra time. inch. And now, here we are at the end. And you didn't know I delivered that no. information. You're doing a callback to something you didn't know existed. Yeah. You have a tendency. I don't understand why you hunch. So, I mean, that photo of you, that really funny photo of you from university that you found recently. Yes. Why do you hunch so much? I don't know. I think I'm scared to be all I can be is all I can assume. I'm trying to sort of minimise my, you know, like a boxer, really. I'm trying to sort of just get the get the gloves up, just shrink behind the, the pads there and just absorb some abuse. I think deep well, think down... It's a form of spinal modesty. Spirit is trying to fold in on itself. Um, <laughs> you should walk tall, John. You're a good man. People like you. Stand up straight. I'll tell you who does like us, and this is appreciated. Uh, we've asked you every week to review the podcast, and uh, we have a number of reviews. The Mighty Jockster. Ooh. I'm writing this review because they told me to, but it is quite good. Um, one that says, I'm doing as I was told. I'm writing this because Fordy said to. There's a number of those, uh, including one that says, I love the podcast. I quite like football. And that is from my mum. So, um Really? Mobilize the mothers. If you've left a review and you don't feel you can do it again, get your mum on it. Yeah, my mum. Is that really from your mum? My mum says there's a five star review. Yeah. How do you know it's from your mum though? She said, "Oh, I've left you a review." No, no, I can see it, and then I can see her handle. Um, if that's not um, uncomplimentary language in which to talk about your mother, um, and her yeah. handle is uh, identifies it as legitimately my mother. So that's wow. a real Richardson family review. 
That is very, very cool. And and please, the silence keep... from your mum, frankly, is deafening. I don't want to bang on about it, but you know, does she hate us? Does she hate the podcast? What's going on there? Okay, you need to know two things about my mum. Mm. One, she doesn't have the internet. Two, she doesn't have a device on which she can listen to podcasts. It's as simple as that. Um, she's got a very cheap Tesco mobile with a like a Nokia handset. Okay, so she's still still doing a bit of snake. Still doing a bit. I beg your pardon. She's still doing a bit of snake. <laughs> <laughs> um, she um, does does not have the means in order to leave that review. So, what a great game! Be my mum and leave a review, <laughs> <laughs> and pop round and cook him some dinner. You know, let's see how far we can take this. Allow Fordy well, to mom... suckle at your teat. Oh, yeah, give me a good bollocking. <laughs> I don't think you'd be able to beat my mum's cooking. She's a very good cook, so I think that would be out of the question. But please, follow those people's leads. Even if you leave a review, as long as it's a five, obviously, you can write what you like in the review and just, you know, you can say, oh, they told me to do it. That's fine. But actually, equally, try and say something nice because you don't want people to find this podcast and then all the reviews are like, oh, it's crap, but they told me to review it with a five. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take what I can get, mate. Uh, that is all we've got time for this week. Next podcast is out on Friday. That'll be after we've got a few games left this week. It's delicately poised. Even with my minus four, I'm currently five points ahead, but Ford is still with his captain to play and three more players with second fixtures this week. Remember to send us forfeit ideas, news stories you'd like us to cover and um, any reaction to any of the things we've talked about. Tweet us at ComediansFPL or email us hello at cpfpl.com or on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and please, I have implemented the ones that you've given me, but tweet me at Matt Ford with a hot tips. Mm. Bye. Bye.